Take you beyond the barbell. And now for your host, Mo Dingo. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take you beyond the barbell. I am with my boy Brody. Brody, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Awesome. <laughs> I use the same. That sounded just like the last greeting, but that's okay. It's it sounded better than the first one. Maybe we should do a poll on what I should uh, say. <laughs> Or maybe, don't. Maybe we'll throw that out on Twitter. Right. What What should Brody's intro be? Could be dangerous. Could yes, very much. It very well could get dangerous. Knowing some of the people that are listening to the show. <laughs> all right. So again, thanks as always for all the feedback. We are trying to make the show better for you because I'm the nerd and he's not. Right. Uh, we established that because <laughs> I said we were just a couple of nerds with microphones and a computer, and you were like, "Oh, I'm not a nerd." Yeah, I'm definitely not the nerd. <laughs> But he does play video games. I do. I love video games. I'll play them until I'm 90. <laughs> I don't care what people say. I don't care if they say it rots your brain. I'm going to play those games. Dude, it's made me smarter. It's, it's increased your visual acuity. <laughs> All right. So speaking of acuity, let's talk about mentality. Yeah. Love that shit. So when we talk about mentality as it refers to CrossFit or mm-hmm. fitness in general or life. sport life or life, shit, yeah. what, exactly, what, what exactly are you talking about? So mentality to me is huge. I, I think there's, with the high level athletes I've worked with, there's three things that I look for um, in an athlete Can, to be successful. To take, I'm saying take it to the next level. So one of, it, one of the pieces is the mentality. Do they have the mental capability and capacity to handle what is coming to take it to the next level, right? So that's on a high level aspect, but we're actually going to talk about your everyday crossfitters mentality which i'm excited about so when you say do they have the capacity are there certain things you look for certain cues certain uh, behaviors traits yeah my first thing that we do is our initial sit down i so, I, so tell us a little about your intake program then yeah so uh someone that wants to work together right an athlete um you know we usually start off some sort of conversation through text, social media, whatever. And then we have to sit down. I, I have to sit down with this person. Uh, when you work with someone specifically, uh, the time invested is uh, unprecedented, right? It's a lot because you still have to do all, all your everyday things as far mm-hmm. as running a gym and life. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the workload you take on is a lot. So when you sit down with someone, for me personally, I pick their brain mm-hmm. goals, where they want to be. Not, and I know that's pretty basic, um, but then I start digging into deeper. Like we go to subsets of that, like why your goal is this? Why? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then why is, why is it only that? Or why is it that? Why mm-hmm. are we not aiming? And things like that. I, I see, try to see what makes them tick. I like, I got to see what is making this person like literally function. Where's their brain at when it comes to training? Because we're in a, a completely comfortable situation. We're sitting down, having a conversation. Mm-hmm. There's nothing at risk, mm-hmm. right? This person, when they start training, and it's they, not like the deer hunter where you have a you're making them play Russian roulette. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not like deer hunter, right? Um, so yeah, I try to see what makes this person tick because I know when 
from my experience, when I start hitting them with programming or I start challenging, challenging them mentally uh, through things that I offer programming wise um, that I have built in to kind of reinforce and uh, progress their mental uh, capacity capabilities, I got to find that out. Okay. So I know that if we're in an unloaded situation, uh, just having a chit chat, if they're weak mentally and this, I'm honest with them. I'm like, look, your mental game, it's, you have the physical capabilities and attributes, okay? You have the passion, desire. You, you are coachable. You are coachable. But your mental game, bro, it's, it's, it's off, okay? Or I know they have all three. Man, you talk about as a programmer, as a coach, as a trainer, when you get all three, wow, dude. It is limitless, mm-hmm. limitless what I can do, mm-hmm. right? But when you got, you only have two of the three, which is the most common, in mm-hmm. my opinion, that I deal with, mm-hmm. it's tough, right? So I got to check the mentality. So I dig into the brain. So I'm, I'm just going to take a wild ass guess and say the reason why you want to dig this deep, you know, at the initial stages, because you're about to invest this, a lot of time. A lot of time. And, and in, in all reality, time is money because you have mm-hmm. a business. You have uh, additional programming that you do for specific athletes as Here. well as your competition team. Absolutely. And you also have a wife mm-hmm. and a family. Right. So I, I, I totally understand why you would do something like that. That's totally appropriate. Uh, yeah. It, it, okay. It, it does a couple things. One, we know where each other are. I know where they're at mentally. They know what the type of person I am because the questions I'm asking we instantly are going to either a have an understanding for each other and want to move forward together because we both mesh mm-hmm. or it's like speed dating almost. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah. Or we're going to find out like my, you're coming to me for help. Mm-hmm. I didn't come to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're coming to me for help. If you're coming to me for help, I'm going to let you know what I offer. Okay. And what you can kind of expect. Um, that's going to, moving forward, what's going to happen. So if we don't, if we're not lining up with like your goals, like if I'm, if I challenge you on your goals, your goal, my goal is to qualify for regionals. That's what someone will say. I'm like, okay, now what? Like, are we just trying to qualify for regionals or are we really going to try to go to games? Like I want to know what kind of athlete you are. Are you just happy with qualifying regionals? Are you happy with going there and placing 20th? Mm-hmm. Is that, is that the type of athlete I'm working with? Because I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I'm in it to win it, right? And that's what I, if my, my athletes have to have that mentality. Because if you start to settle for 20th, right, when shit hits the fan, you're not going to qualify for regionals. You're not. You're not mm-hmm. going to qualify because you're settling already to finish 20th at regionals. Mm-hmm. Not good enough for me, right? Because for like, what you're going to have to invest. I can't even express the amount of time and effort it takes to, to do this for an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you've done it on a, on a higher level, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of work. And I love the work. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if I'm giving my 100%, 1,000%, mm-hmm. they got to give it to me. And my expectations is they will or we can't work together because I'm not going to give everything I have and them have the lowest standard mm-hmm. out there because I'm telling you from my experience, when stuff goes wrong, something doesn't go right. You're not qualifying for regionals. Now, now guess what? We worked together eight or nine months and you didn't qualify because you set your goals too low. So when you're in training and stuff, 
you're not training to go to games. You're training just to squeak by the open and qualify for regionals and mm-hmm. then say you're a regional athlete, which I'm not taking anything away from that. Mm-hmm. That's cool, right? No one at regionals, I promise you this, and if they, if they do, then you can call bullshit. No one at regionals is going there to just place 15th. Mm-hmm. They're going there to go to games, right? Can that person do it? That's my job. Mm-hmm. I have to believe that they can or cannot. If they, you give me a regional athlete, right? And the regional caliber athlete. And they are, they have that, the skill set, right? And they are coachable, right? The mentality side, it can be, it's tough. If you don't have it, you can go to regionals, but you're not going to make it to games. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's just the reality of it. If you can't embrace the, the, the suck and the, the bad times of training, which you've never experienced because I, maybe you've never been coached to that level. If you're not ready for those bad times to when everything sucks, the workout sucks, it's, you're always sore. It's just the recovery is tough. You got the mobility time you got to spend, the, the nutrition, the, the amount of hours at the gym, that working on the shit that you suck at over and over and over and over again. If you can't handle that, if you can't handle that, you will not go to games. You will not even come close mm-hmm. to going to the games. And you will not do well at regionals. And, and they don't want that. And I think the reason why, and this is just me reading into this, but you're trying to protect your investment. You know, you don't want to spend all this time for someone who's not willing to commit as much energy and effort as you are willing into designing the program. It's an, it's an even, it's got to be 50-50. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Not one person can give more or less than the other, mm-hmm. right? Because when you do that, there's resentment that builds up, right? Because expectations aren't being met, right? But at the same time, like, I'm not saying, like, look, it's, it's either you, you go to games or I'm not coaching you. Mm-hmm. No, it's not it. Trust me, that's not it. It has to be, we have to be on the same page. We have to be on the same level. Um, and that's what we achieve on this. And this will sit down. And it's, it's long. Mm-hmm. It's two hours long. Right. It is. I got to know them. They got to know me. Like we're about to embark on something together. And that's what it is. It's together. It, there's a, there's a trust factor. If you don't trust each other, if she doesn't trust me or he doesn't trust me as a, a coach that's going to handle the programming, uh, going to handle whatever skill set that we're working on um, to get them to that next level. And then I don't trust that they're going to put in the work that I program and that I think they're going to flake out when when things get hard, when things get hard, like when things don't go perfectly, if I think they're going to flake out, it's tough. You can't have that. You can't have that relationship to where people, um, don't have the mental fortitude to just push through it, push through it. But they also have to believe in the coach. If the coach, if they don't believe in your coach and they don't respect you as a coach, Mm -hmm. okay, then you can't work together. If I don't respect you as a person and an athlete and take input and have a, uh, I'm not saying, it's not a dictatorship, right? I'll never run one like that, mm-hmm. but I'll take your feedback and we'll have back and forth conversations. But in the end, I get to, I, I, I trump everything. I'm mm-hmm. the coach, right? And it, it's because I see the big picture. You're stuck in the middle of a six week cycle. That's burying you because mm-hmm. you, you can't stand it. You're doing everything you hate, right? Mm-hmm. I, we have to have that common ground. But I think personality probably has to, have a significant value in that. You know, yep. if, if the, if the coach or if you don't trust the athlete is going to do as you ask and they don't trust that you're going to get them to where you guys have set your targets 
mm-hmm. it's probably not going to be a great relationship. Yep. And it's going to fail. And you know, that's the thing. Like <laughs> this was funny, right? They set their goals. I don't say, Hey, you're doing this. Mm-hmm. You're doing that. I asked them, what's your goal? Right. Presley, who's my lifter. She told me her goal. She wants to be on team USA. I take that shit real. I, I take it to heart. Mm-hmm. I put like, all right, I'm down. Let's go. Like mm-hmm. I instantly, if that's your goal, I know my capabilities. You're mm-hmm. ready. You ready to put in that work. And you know, I'm getting, I'm getting pumped up just talking about it. Cause I'm ready to, I'm ready right that then and there. I'm ready to throw down. Like that's your goal. I'm with you. So when we, again, talking about mentality, yeah. is this something, is this a skill that can be developed? I've always said no. Mm-hmm. I, I still stand by that. I think you can, uh, man, you can, you can kind of, there's certain things you can program to change the, can they live in that dark space? Can they, can they get into the most uncomfortable situation, um, which we've all been in workouts where most 99% of people check out. Um, these people will literally go until they pass out. If I tell them run through a wall, okay, head first, but I tell them why they need to do it and what's on the other side, they don't even question it, right? You have to have that mentality. If you don't have that, right? If you don't have that mentality of like, this sucks and I got to keep going and your mentality is this sucks and I'm, I got to stop because I'm tired, you, you, you can't, it's, it's hard to develop. It's, but, can you, but can you develop that through improving on their confidence though? Confidence helps, right? You have, uh-huh. Yeah, I think confidence does help, but I would say if you look at some of the, like the Navy SEALs, uh, I read a lot into their mentality. Um, it, it's, well, a majority of any sort of special operations. The, you have it or you the, don't. No, no, the instructors will tell you it's not the fittest guy. No. It's not the strongest guy. It's so, the guy that can be mm-hmm. comfortable being uncomfortable. Here's, yeah, here's the thing. If I have to add 30 pounds to your snatch, if I have to add 60 pounds to a back squat, if I have to make you physically stronger, no problem. Okay, it takes time. I, I, I have, the, have the programming and the resources to do that, right? But if I have to get you to accept the absolute worst situation and then you have to thrive in that, it, it's just not something you can teach. And I think if you look at like the buds course, when they go through hell week, that's their biggest filter. And, th- and that's just one of the smallest filters. They, they say that's not even the worst, right? That's just one part of the, the Navy SEALs training is they, they cannot, they can't sit there. They can't look at their class of say it's, say it's 60, not the, the instructors is as trained as they are. They can't look and say, Hey, this person's going to make it. And that person's not, it's not they find out under fire who mentally has it and who mm-hmm. does not. The ones who can mentally cope, they make it. The ones who mentally can cope and to CrossFit, they make it. They do well. You're talking about, you know, putting people under these situations and under these stress. I mean, can you kind of project that onto them? Like you, you say it's mm-hmm. a trusting relationship. Yeah. You know, I would argue that an athlete who maybe isn't super confident or maybe hasn't found the ability to go into that dark space and get yeah. comfortable if they trust you and you hold their head underwater and you're yeah. like, I'm not going to let you die. Yep. Just trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would argue that sometimes you can get some of those people on that fringe to become mentally stronger. Are we talking about, are you, are you going to get someone mentally stronger or are they going to be mentally strong enough to excel at the highest level? That's totally different. Okay. Like I can, we can change, we can move the dial slightly, mm-hmm. but if we're talking, they say, Hey, I want to, I want to go to games. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm, I'm real. I don't just, I don't blow smoke up people's ass. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, 
look, you can't. There's just no way right now. Like, yeah, and we've talked about that before. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you pe- just don't have the, the genetic makeup or the physical you tools. You know? And I'm not saying, hey, we're, I'm not going to say, hey, we're not going to work. But at the same time, like, look. But if, if that's your goal. If that's your goal, yeah. I got, I'm not going to waste your time. Okay, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to be like, look, we have, if, you, if you are serious about this, these are the parameters you're going to have to get to, right? But, you know, you, you just, in my opinion, you can't change. You cannot change that mental tab to take them from a fringe to an elite CrossFit Games athlete, an elite individual crushing regionals. You cannot swing that pendulum that far. But I can make you strong enough, mm-hmm. right? I can make you strong Physically. Enough. Physically, yeah, absolutely. And I can improve your mental game to accept certain things. I can put you under certain thresholds that I've tested time and time again um, that will put you in that, that, that dark space. But you still have to make the choice. I cannot. That's the one thing as a coach. I cannot make you make the choice to accept this or not. If I say, this is your, this is your workout. It's under five minutes or you fail. Well, I can't do that. You fucking failed already. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, you, dude, you already failed. Like, or they finish in at 501. If they finish at 501, you fail. There's no give or take. There's like, oh, you're close. No, bro, you failed. You had a timeline. You failed. I gave it to you. It's either you're going to meet that. You're telling me in a five-minute workout, you couldn't shave off two seconds to get to 459. So we spend most of the time talking about your higher-end elite athletes, but most of our uh, communities are majority of the folks are your, your average, your everyday CrossFitter. And I don't say average in a bad way, but but your normal CrossFitter. Absolutely, yeah. And I so, love talking about that. So how is this mentality different for the average CrossFitter like myself yeah. versus a games level athlete? Right. Is the mentality of an everyday CrossFitter who comes in five days a week, works out for um, GPP, right? Mm-hmm. Or for health benefits. Is their mentality or should their mentality be different than a, a CrossFit athlete who loves the competitive scene, who wants to push through the open, possibly qualify for regionals and or push through regionals and get to games. Should their mentalities be different when it comes to working out on a daily basis? That's the question. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I don't think it should be. I don't either. Now, and we've talked about this before. It's the, yeah, we're done. (laughs) Yeah. But I think we talked about this before is like, it's the scale, the, the relative intensity. Absolutely. You know, my, my red line is far lower than Presley's red line. Mm-hmm. You know, why? Well, Presley has the time, the capacity, and the, and the makeup and the skill set right. to be that much stronger, faster, have a broader cardiac window than I do. Mm-hmm. But I take myself to that place. Right. You know, because I want to be able to live a long time. I, I don't do this because I'm trying to go to the games. I don't do this because I want a trophy. I do this because I enjoy the benefits of it and I want to be healthy. Absolutely. This has helped me get to the healthiest I've ever been in my entire life. And I enjoy that. And I, you know, call me sadistic, whatever, but I like getting myself to that dark spot and making myself. You find out who you are. Yeah. yeah. I, I like being in that pain mm-hmm. cave. You know, granted I get there pretty rapidly. You know, I got time sharing that bad boy, <laughs> but I don't mind getting in that dark spot right. and sitting there and, and, and testing myself. Right. You know, it, I'm okay with that. Dare I say, I even enjoy it a little bit. That's me. That's my personality. You know, I like getting dirty like that. So you're dark. I'm not a dark. I'm actually, I'm pretty a cheerful person. You are. I you can know? just tell by your voice. <laughs> but, but I think because 
I allow myself to get in those positions, it helps me appreciate things. Younger in my life, you know, I've, I've drowned. And when that happened, you know, I was obviously fearful of water. And I got to a point where I was like, this is bullshit. You got to get over it. Mm-hmm. And until I got over that and I realized I wasn't going to die, you know, learn how to swim, you know, properly and tested myself and overcame that fear. I think that was one of the first times that I ever really um, tested myself in that dark spot. Right. You know, and then uh, in my youth, I had like a near death experience. I had a, um, I had spinal meningitis that got way out of control, you know, and I had to have, you know, I have a huge scar on my head for people that have ever seen me before. It's, it, I had uh, surgery when I was about 11 years old, you know, so I had a really significant near death experience at a very, at an age in my life where I still can recall it, mm-hmm. you know, so that was kind of a challenge to come back because I had to learn how to speak again. Um, you know, I had some motor function coordination loss and things like that. So it's a choice. Every day is a gift for me, you but, know, but what you just said yeah. is a, it's a choice. You yeah. made the choice, right? And this is where we're going to talk about with general everyday CrossFitters. They have a choice. You have the choice. People are going to sit here and say the mentality of a general everyday CrossFitter should be completely different than an elite athlete. I've trained both. I train both. I'm telling you, it's not. It's, the programming's it different. <laughs> the, the, okay. <laughs> we're, Programming-wise, we're talking about volume. Yeah. That's it. It's an increase in volume mm-hmm. and load on certain a- aspects, but mainly volume, um, but sometimes it's the load, right? But everyday CrossFitter, that's, the, that's what I get hung up on. I've had these conversations with my members multiple times. They're older, older, at, older members. Does, doesn't even have to, whatever. Older doesn't matter, right? It's your mentality. Are you sitting here? Are you really giving me your all, right? Is or are your, you giving yourself your all? Dude, yeah. this is where it's at. Like people think they look at a competitive athlete and they think that their mentality and that competitive athlete mentality is night and day. And I'm like, dude, I just watched you crush this workout. I watched you <laughs> literally go until you could not function. Yeah could not function for one more rep not one more yeah total muscle failure you gave it everything yeah. you mentally crushed it you physically crushed it to your ability mm-hmm. that's what this is they look at the mentality side and say oh there's no way that person is much better than me uh their their mentality is much different they're focused on the competitive scene no dude what they're focused on is what they need to do to achieve whatever mm-hmm. they have to come into every workout and mentally crush it They have to come to every workout, physically crush it, right? They have to. And guess what this person just did? 55 years old, just physically, mentally crushed it. But they don't give themselves credit enough to say, hey, I just crushed this. They're sitting here like, oh, I'm just doing this. I'm no competitive athlete, blah, blah, blah. Bro, you are an athlete to me (laughs) because you just did. Anybody that comes in here and does this on a routine basis is an athlete. 100%. And I tell that to our members all the time. You guys are athletes. Do you compete every fucking day? Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, against I don't that compete dude, against that dude or that chick in the mirror. You're competing on that against that clock yep. that you can never beat. You're competing against yourself, saying you can't do this. You're competing against that mentality of oh, I need to drop the bar, and you don't. Mm-hmm. You achieve exactly what these elite CrossFitters, these elite people that you view as elite. You're doing exactly what they do. The difference is they do it at a higher level, meaning they're. Their intensity, 
their volume, their yeah. volume, their capacity is much greater than yours. But that is, does not, does not mean the mentality is greater than yours. And when you get these members that come in, when they finally, good God, when they finally just believe in themselves and they can mentally push through this, mm-hmm. it is like a light bulb right in the middle of the freaking workout goes off. But I think more so as a coach, when you finally see that person that's what break yeah. through something, yes, dude. you're Holy like, hell. yes. Yes. Yeah. Like that's a victory for me as a coach. You know what? And yeah. they're sitting there dying, right? <laughs> they're dying. And you, and you are excited and you're happy and you're yelling at dude, them. Dude, I'm like, high-fiving them. I'm about to give you a chest bump right now. Like <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like when they finally break that mental barrier yeah. of accepting that they can do this, they mentally accept that I can run through the wall and not stop at the wall. My God, does their training not go to another level? Mm-hmm. They they now have tiptoed into the zone that they never thought they would ever touch. They've broke the mental barrier that they said they would never break. They've done more than they ever thought they could do. And guess what? It's just now the beginning. But that mentality, that mentality is the exact same, the exact same of a games athlete, a regional athlete, high caliber weightlifter every day. Mm-hmm. And they don't know it. Because they, they don't give themselves the credit no. for the work that they do. They look at their time, right? Well, well they, he, no, they look at their time. Yeah, they, and then they look at the RX guy's time. That's like, what I'm saying. Oh, well, I was twice as slow yeah. as him. They beat me by three minutes. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Guess what? You, your 80% on a back squat is the same as his 80% on a back squat. <laughs> Dude, I tell people that. They're that's, like, so hard. That's, so, that's so hard for... Uh, athletes to understand yeah. sometimes when they haven't developed that level of confidence, you're like, you're both doing 85%. Oh my God. So Pat Cron, yeah. I'm calling you out, bro. We have this debate all the time. Like, dude, my 85 and your 85 is not the same, bro. What the fuck it ain't. <laughs> my, my max is X. Okay. And your max is X, right? My 85% is this and your 85% is that. Guess what? That's my 85%. It ain't yours. Like I can't yeah. lift your 85%, but it's mine. It's based, it's relative to me. Just yes. like my mentality is relative to me. Mm-hmm. My mentality has nothing to do with the next athlete that I'm sitting here that just beat me. That's already recovered. I'm walking in circles and cheering me on yeah. and I'm still moving. Guess what? My mentality is the same because I am giving it my all. Yeah. Every freaking day. You were at your red line. I'm at my red line. Now I'd say, I just joked about this. Uh, when I had a, a, uh, a new person come in yesterday to check out CrossFit, a CrossFit gym for the first time. Talking to her, I, we were just, man, it was a long conversation. It was great. Uh, we were talking about sometimes these younger guys will come in, right? And we'll say, we'll have a, a, a body weight heavy workout, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> these 25-year-olds come in and when our 50-plus murder them mm-hmm. on a, a body weight metcon mm-hmm. because their mentality is greater, mm-hmm. right? Their GPP is greater. Mm-hmm. They're like, what the hell? How'd this 55 year old just defeat me? I'm going to take their better shape, right? Their mentality is there, right? They, it's just crazy. What age is no, has no bearing on anything. Mm-hmm. It's your mentality of that. And I kind of had one of those episodes where I didn't look at him and, and feel like, oh my God, he's crushing me. It just mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this dude is a beast. Right. And uh, when I was a Blue Star CrossFit in San Antonio, Rev Kev calling you out, bro, dude. Yeah. Uh, I used to always want to get a t shirt that said, my chaplain can kick your chaplain's ass, but he wouldn't let me get it. <laughs> nah, dude was a beast. I mean, pure beast. And I remember because he's, he's a few years older than me. I just remember seeing 
a dude that was older than me just destroy workout after workout. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Dude, like, I so love this. I love this topic so much. I love talking to people. I love digging into the brain. Just like I said, I talk to people I want to work with on a regular basis. I do this with my everyday member, literally, right? Mm -hmm. We don't have a sit down for two hours, but I'll pick their brain. I'll challenge them. I'm going to call them out. I'm like, you left a lot out there, Mm -hmm. right? You can do better. Or, dude, what's up? Because you guys use sugar wad, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll do that to my athletes. Like, like, hey, um, next time, probably consider going up a little bit. I let them know. that way too fast. No one one I let them know. (laughs) At the whiteboard? One second after finishing the workout. (laughs) They're dying. I'm like, I'm trying to tell them they had more in the tank, and they're looking at me like I'm stupid. (laughs) It's like, dude, look, you had it. But guess what? Guess what they didn't have? They didn't have that mental side, right? Mm-hmm. But your everyday CrossFitter can have the same mentality as the elite, right? Mm-hmm. It's just your goals are different. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It comes down to goals. It comes down to the time that you put in, the additional work, the extra programming, whatever you want to do. So their capacity is much larger, but their mentalities are identical. And for me to get that across to them is like... I mean, me trying to explain life is just—it's—it's it's, it's not conceivable, right? No, no, no direction I go, I can sit here and they can listen to this podcast and be like, "You're fucking stupid," right? No, dude, that's just—that's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's the truth. I see it as a coach. That's our job. Yep. We have to see this stuff. Yeah, right. And like I said, uh, as a coach, I think that's one of the most rewarding uh, times. You know, is when you see them break through. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, obviously the, you know, there's other benchmarks, like you see them do their first RX quad or, right. you know, you see them do their first, you know, this gymnastic movements that's just been destroying them for forever. But then, you know, I, I think that's one of the most significant ones is that breakthrough moment. You're like, oh shit, Dude, he got it. Yeah, he got it. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, the, the, the amount of uh, happiness I have, uh, when I watch this happen, uh, in, in class real time instantly when i watch that right and 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 you know when you know is um you see them where you would you really get to learn your members you know how they know their patterns patterns yeah what they're gonna break Mm -hmm. or whatever um when they when you see them like really pushing because there's a they're about to hit the cap Mm -hmm. whatever it is but they have pushed instead of capping out plus five they have now pushed where they're getting 15 seconds under that cap Mm -hmm. at that point in time they made that decision mentally Mm -hmm. Either they've either said, I'm not capping out. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of this shit or I'm going to cap out again. Whatever. Mm -hmm. It's plus five. No big deal. When I watch them and they collapse Mm -hmm. (laughs) to get 15 seconds under, right? When they stand up, that smile on their face. That's why (laughs) I love, I love coaching. That smile on their face just brings me to tears. It makes me so happy because I love, I love that they finally have believed enough in themselves yeah. mentally to prove to themselves they can do it, man. I can't, I can't express, um, as a coach, as an owner, um, the, the amount of pride I have for our members, no matter what is through the roof. And I think they go, should go across the board and every other gym owner, um, coach. Uh, but when they, when they break that barrier, man, I tell yeah. you what, I, that's, that's the stuff that, um, I consider it so much more impressive than a 300 snatch. I'll take that person every day of the week uh, mentally than someone going to regionals. I get the same excitement. I literally do. It's hard to believe, right? Mm -hmm. I get the same excitement out of that smile 
They, <laughs> I do. I have that smile as I see someone. Everybody knows that smile we're talking yeah, about, too. Yeah, just that smile, like man. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. They just, <laughs> right. And they just realized what they did for the first time. Yeah. I'll take that any day of the week. And I, I, love, I love accomplishments. I love helping people. Um, but that right there, that, uh, that, that gets me every time. It's like when I was a police officer. Every time I pull over someone old, I never gave him a ticket. I was like, I never did. I always felt so bad, you know, but <laughs> I just, I had a soft spot in my heart yeah. for older people. Um, but that right there, that has the biggest spot in my heart uh, as an owner and as a coach of when they finally break that mold, okay, and then they go through it. And then they come in the next day and I'm like, guess, guess what? what? You <laughs> just net, screwed yeah, yourself. Yeah, you're you're yep. screwed. Cause now guess what you have to do every day and yep. they know it. Yeah. And then that's when they're, that's when their fitness. And that's when the growth really starts. The growth really yeah. starts. It goes to that next level because you know what? They finally accepted that they can do what they want to do and what they want to accomplish. Yeah. And I think the bottom line for today's episode is that you can do it. Yeah. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Right. You don't Absolutely. know what's coming. You don't know what's coming. Like if you sell yourself short, who knows what you could accomplish? Imagine that in your life. Imagine if you have something come up in your life and you can either half-ass it or you can attack it. What results are you going to get if you half-ass it? What results are you going to get if you attack it? And I think that's what's really cool about these young CrossFitters, which we've talked about a couple of times. Mm -hmm. They're coming up, man. I'd say it. You, first off, you're teaching these young kids a lot. You got community, mm-hmm. okay? You got a family. Accountability. You got accountability. You got standards, yep. expectations. Dude, these people are not only going to be great athletes. They're going to be, be good great humans, great humans yeah. who are going to push the limits of their life. They're yeah. going to be our special operators. They're going to be our lawyers. They're going mm-hmm. to be our people who, no matter their job title, they're going to make an impact on well, this imagine world. imagine when these kids turn around and they become teachers. Bro, right? Yeah. When they can, yes, they can take all this knowledge and, you know, like I've, I've said before, CrossFit is not the end all. It's not the only fitness way to go, mm-hmm. but it's what I know. And it's what you know. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen, this is exactly, that's exactly what's going to happen. These kids are going to take stuff to the next level for their entire their life. Yep. And guess what? They're going to impact so many other people and get them involved into that direction. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned if that's not what we need nowadays. Yeah. I mean. Real talk on that. Real talk, bro. Man, this is a great episode. But like all great episodes, we've got to bring this one to a close. But I think, like like I said a few minutes ago, the bottom line is like every one of you has the capacity to push through. Yeah, I stopped. I, <laughs> Mo was trying to end it like 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Take this mic away. <laughs> so for this week's call to action, send us an email telling us about your very first wad. If you don't remember from the first episode, mine was the Filthy 50. You remember what yours was? No. No? It was that bad, huh? I just have a bad memory when it comes to stuff like that. Okay. Oh, I remember because it was painful. (laughs) I'm sure whatever I did was painful, and it was I had horrible form. (laughs) As we all did. So that brings this episode to a close of the One More Rep podcast. I'm Mo, and I'm out of here. See you guys. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah, it had to happen. I think it was yesterday, actually. It was one of those, like, uh, those really demonic, like, 
if you do more work, you get rewarded with more work. So <laughs> yeah. there's like those five minute increments. Yeah. Like you had to do three rounds of X. And if you did under five minutes, you get to do three more rounds. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. And he was just, he was destroying himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, you know, and he just kept going and kept going and he wasn't going to make the, the last one, but he pushed and pushed and pushed to, he, he was a pile of shit by the time he was done. And he almost got to the fourth round, but I was like, dude, that was amazing. And I was super proud of him.